are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. And now, bringing you the latest in science fiction movies and television shows. Here are your heroes. long and This is the capital. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Well, tonight here on the Sci-Fi Diner podcast, this is our listener feedback episode, and we're we have on the line with us, Miles, mm-hmm. uh, a lady that goes by the name Sci-Fi Lara. And uh, and and she is with a group called the Parsec Awards. You've heard us talk about this if you've been listening to our show long enough, because we were in the, the running to be, a, I guess, a finalist last year, right, Miles? We were, yes. Yeah, but and so, uh, Laura, thank you so much for joining us tonight here on the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. Well, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, and so we, of course, have nominations that are now open for the 2012 Parsec. Before we get yes. into that. Tell me a little bit about the Parsecs. The Parsecs are speculative fiction um, podcast awards. Uh, This, I believe, is the seventh year. And if I get that wrong, I'm going to be really embarrassed. Um, (laughs) Seventh year running. Um, They were originally founded by Mer Lafferty, um, Tracy Hickman, and Mike Menengay. Um, to basically, uh, they were looking around at the awards in general that were out there for podcasting when when podcasting was really new, and there was nothing specifically for science fiction, fantasy, horror in general. The broad term that we put on speculative fiction, and and they wanted to create awards specifically for that, and and thus the Parsec Awards were born, um, and we've been awarding them at DragonCon um, ever since. Oh, very good. Oh, very cool. Now, so is there a reason why they're awarded at Dragon Con versus, let's say, another con? Um, Dragon Con, there's a lot of people there. Um, yeah, it has a true. good um, basis of podcasting attendance there. And uh, we, I think, in the original. When we were looking at, they were looking, I wasn't actually involved at that point, but when they were looking at places where they could have an award ceremony and possibly get some good visibility and good attendance, um, Dragon Con was a good choice because you've got 50,000 people at Dragon Con. You've got a, uh, a new media, and a part, or actually it's not new media, it's a podcasting track there. You've got a lot of people from different aspects of geek culture all at Dragon Con already and so it was a way to pull everyone already in and we could get a big room together and have we have a, a full-blown award ceremony and and um, people get dressed up and and come and accept their awards very cool how did how did you get involved um I was asked <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean my day job I'm, I'm a rocket scientist by by occupation um, but I, I've been around podcasting since since many of the early days and uh, I do a lot of organizing and stuff and I was a judge in some of the early years and um, I had 
happened to be at Morris's house during one of the Parsec Awards steering committee meetings that he had online with um, the steering committee that he was on um, in year three or four, maybe year three, and I happened to make some comments, and they're like, hmm, maybe Laura has some ideas. <laughs> and they, they pulled me in and asked me to part, be part of the steering committee. And I believe this is my fourth year going in as um, I'm actually currently head of the steering committee. There's six of us on the steering committee um, overall. And then there's a lot of volunteers that help, a lot of volunteers that help us out on top of that. Now, Laura, and we're all volunteers, of course. <laughs> Laura, is it true that uh, Parsecs has some kind of uh, Star Wars reference? Um, that the name itself? Yes. Um, it's, it's kind of a nod to a star, the, the Star Wars reference of the Parsec, um, but also a bit of a reference to, to things out in the universe and I and things um, looking out and beyond and and things distant and and new. So it's not just the Star Wars reference, but that's part of it too. It's like, ooh, we're out in universe and spacey and cool, but you know, it's also an inside joke. <laughs> so, well, so what what would you say for in your mind the purpose of a, a really giving out the Parsec Awards year after year. I mean, for you, what what's the significance of that? The purpose of giving out, like, the awards themselves or why we have them? Yeah, I think, well, maybe both, but... Um, when um, one aspect, going back to, I think, the motivations that Murr and Mike and Tracy had when they founded the Parsec Awards was that a lot of the awards and a lot of the recognitions in early podcasting that were out there were all popular vote awards. And so the size of your audience or the obsessiveness of your audience would really define who got an award. And so if you had an audience or someone who was willing to go to a website every five minutes and click a button, you would be more likely to get an award than maybe someone who had an audience that was much smaller, but your content was of higher quality. And so the Parsec Awards themselves are a judged award. And part of the, the goal of that is to look for look at people who are out there doing some really interesting work in podcasting and creating interesting stories telling talking about the news of of speculative fiction because not all our categories are stories um but talking about stories doing interesting things but maybe aren't the biggest names out there um sure some of the biggest names in podcasting have won the parsec award but not ever. I mean, a lot of small names that haven't won the Parsec or have won the Parsec awards over those big names. Um, it's to to get people to to see what's out there and hear about new and different things. And um, I think that's one of the great things about the Parsecs is because it's a judged award. Sure, um, somebody you may never have heard of may be going up against. Scott Sigler, who's who's on the New York Times bestseller list, 
and, and Scott usually puts up a good competition, but there's no guarantee that he's going to win. Um, and and many people have lost to to somebody that you haven't heard of. Um, so I think that's one of the great things. Um, so um, I'm throwing Scott out as an example, right. but I mean, there's there's plenty of examples where, like, who? Wait, wait, that's a finalist. I've never heard of that podcast before. So uh, that's one of the things I really like about the parsec. Well, and I think that's one of the things that last year when we. You know, we're in the finalists. The moment you got the list of the finalists, I'm like, ooh, I haven't heard this podcast. And I went and downloaded it and listened to it. And, and some of them stayed in my queue. And not all of them did. But it, it did. I think one of the things for me that the Parsex does is it brings exposure to the, uh, you know, a, select, a selection of the thousands of podcasts that are out there. Yeah, well, and that's one of the things, though, where we really need the fans and the other podcasters, though, is because... Um, the steering committee is six people, and we don't know everything that's out there. We don't know necessarily what's going on in podcasting, and we don't know what the new podcasts are necessarily. And um, so we need everybody to go out there and say, hey, I just heard this new story, and I really liked it. Or I know this new good work, and I want to nominate this story for a Parsec, because we're not going to be able to find them ourselves. Um and that's actually not part of our job description is not to go out and find the podcast. That's part of the, the listener's job description is to tell us what the cool ones are. And then our job description is to to narrow them down to the finalists and get um, the, the all of our judges, the semi-finalist judges and the finalist judges to narrow them down into the select the winner. Right. But we need the help from everyone to go through that nomination process. It's been going on since the middle of April, and it ends June 1st to to go online. It's a pretty basic form on our website, www.parsecawards.com, and there's links from there. And to, to nominate the podcasts um, so that we can we can bring in all of those great um, unknown gems of, of podcasts to get them recognized. So, so you're saying that if our listeners are listening to this podcast, say, you know what, I, I know that there's a, po- uh, a podcast I just absolutely love and I want to nominate. They can do that and they can actually, uh, you know, show some love to their podcast by nominating them. Yeah. Absolutely. What Definitely is- nominate. Yeah. Because um, we can't do it for you. <laughs> right, I mean, there's, there's only so much we can do. Right. Only so many podcasts we can listen to in a day, right? Um, yes. <laughs> what are what are some of uh, give us give us an idea of some of the categories that they could be nominating uh, some of these podcasts in because maybe that will also jar saying oh I know one that would be good in that category right well um, our categories we actually have seventeen different categories wow um, and they're kind of divided up about half of them are story related categories and half of them are a bit different kind of diversions from stories so we kind of have your basic kind of thing um if you look look, know about the hugos or the nebulas where you have a novel novella short form we have that but we have them also divided up based off of the cast size so we have um a small cast which may be one or two reader which is one or two readers um with short form novella form long form so not different size um and then we have large cast, which may be like two or more people presenting the full story. And then we have audio dramas. And then we have video stories, which has for some reason been an issue getting a lot of people competing in that video story podcast. 
category. So we always need nominations there. And then magazine and anthology. And that covers a lot of those story categories, which is kind of the core of, of the Parsec Awards themselves. So since we're a speculative fiction um, award. But then moving beyond that, we also have... Uh, the like a new the new podcaster of the year, someone who started podcasting that year, uh, new speculative fiction podcaster. Our team, we have. I think this may have been one of the categories you guys got pr- participated in. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but like um, a fan or news podcast, um, general or specific. Uh, relating things relating to speculative fiction Uh, so we have those um, general or specific depends on like what the topic is is it general speculative fiction or is it just about something like firefly or just about something um, specific right and then we have things like content creation Uh, we changed that one that one used to be like writing related but we changed it to content creation so it could be like Anything from writing, but it could also be video production, or it could be um, some sort of storytelling or content creation or podcast creation. We changed that a year or so ago. Um, we also have um, other things like Fact Behind the Fiction. Um, that uncovers um, a little bit of a broader scope and brings in science, history, culture, mythology behind the podcasts. And then we have, of course... Um, We've uh, people clamored for these categories uh, for a while of comedy and parody podcast that's related to speculative fiction, of course, and speculative fiction music podcast. And then last year um, we added a youth-driven podcast. I really wanted to name that the the podcast of the next generation or something like that, but they wouldn't let me. So <laughs> it's a youth-driven podcast. Yeah. Very good. Well, that, and there's, so there's quite a breadth of different categories that a podcast can be nominated into. So, listeners, if you have podcasts, you obviously are, are thinking about, you have till June 1st. Is there a time that's cut off? Is it June 1st, midnight? Um, it's probably what we'll do is um, June 1st, midnight, either Pacific or Hawaii time to, to cover the time zones. Um, we usually just probably will say like June first uh, Hawaii time, um, just to make sure that we've got everybody covered. Um, we we usually have a, a little wiggle room there just to see if there's any last minute people coming right. in, um, but we do cut it off at 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 midnight in in a reasonable time zone right. um, on June first. Now that does bring up uh, that does bring up a question. Uh, do you have to be like a North American podcast to be part of the Parsec Awards? We have to be English. Okay, so as long as we had a non-English podcast that we had to judge, and it was a bit of a challenge. Um, Yeah. So we we did have to add in English. So, but as long as it's in English, it can be from any country in the globe. Yes. Awesome. Uh, We've had to ship awards to Australia and Scotland in the past. Very Um, good. So, yes. Very good. And so just as a side thing, my understanding is that you really don't do a lot of podcasting yourself. No. I've been participating in many people's, I've in other people's podcasts. I've been guests relating to my day job. Um, I've been voice, but I don't actually podcast myself. Okay. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's probably a conflict of interest, too. 
yeah, uh, no one on the steering committee. Uh, you can be involved in podcasts, but if you are heavily involved in, like, if you have your own podcast or you're heavily involved in a podcast, that podcast is immediately ineligible for a Parsec Award. And that makes sense. That so if, sense, like, yeah. I decided to be involved or something like that, it's kind of unfair if I got involved in, like, a different, someone's podcast, because then I would kind of pull them out of being eligible. Um, if I have, like, a guest or something like that, I just, you have to excuse yourselves from conflicts of interest if it relates to judging or something like that. We have rules on all of that to make sure that there aren't any conflicts of interest coming up. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to say about the Parsec Awards before we uh, move on to the rest of our show? Um, I just, if anybody has any questions, our email is uh, parsecawards at gmail.com. Again, our website is www.parsecawards.com. The process right now that we're in is the nominations. And then we get a little quiet for a while. We have to listen to all the submissions that everyone sends in for all the audio. um, And that we have to wait for everybody to send in their, uh, their submissions. And then we have to listen to them all. So, But we appreciate everyone's support. Um, as we go through that whole process and I appreciate you guys having me on to talk about the Parsecs and we hope that, that everybody hurries on and nominates as many podcasts as they can think of before June 1st that, that they think would be eligible um, and before I forget one last quick thing the nomination form isn't going to list every single category that I went through um, it's going to have a general kind of category and that's so that the podcast that is nominated picks the category that they're best going to compete in. So you just say, okay, this is going to be a story category just to give us a ballpark. So don't get confused if you go to the website and says, oh, it doesn't say music podcast here, but that's that's okay because a podcaster, when they get their nomination email, they'll get to pick where they where they go nominate, they're, where they're, they compete in the nomination process. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lars, so much for coming on the Sci-Fi Diner podcast and chatting about the Parsecs tonight. Well, thank you guys for having me on, and I really appreciate you guys talking about the Parsecs and um, having me here. Yeah, well, it was good to see you at Balticon this past weekend. Yes, it was good to see you at Balticon and Farpoint in February as well. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Uh, We're going to have to have you on to talk about you being a rocket scientist sometime. Rocket science is always fun to talk about. It is. All right. Well, we, we will we will keep that for a future episode, Miles. Keep that in mind. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> thanks again for coming on. Night, Laura. No problem.